Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, extremely intelligent <laughs> Walt Disney World loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Yeah. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode. Wow. It's actually in the middle of the day, like the good old days. I know. Very nostalgic. On Sunday, <laughs> August 28th. 2022. Yes, um, I am no longer employed by the United States Postal Service. By choice. By choice. <laughs> I have a new job coming up, but in the meantime, I'm taking a little time off and getting reacquainted with my family <laughs> and just life in general. But uh, we're so happy to be with you today. Yeah, a lot of fun things to talk about. Oh, we have a lot of fun things to talk about, and we can't wait to share them with you. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... We'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Michelle has taken the thing over and is just doing fantastic <laughs> things with it. It's all full of Michelle-ness. You're going to love it. If you've already subscribed, you know that. If you haven't subscribed yet, go on in and check it out because we think you're going to really enjoy it. Well, hopefully. And if you have some ideas or things you'd like to see in it, let us know. We're trying to give some updated information and other tips kind of stuff and yes. recaps. Yes, absolutely. So go on in and let us know uh, what you think of it and how we can make it even better. And one great way to do that is by following us on social media. You connect with us there on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, a lot of great things that people share there and we celebrate with everybody. Got an interesting question about yeah from Scott, our listener Scott. Yeah, Scott in Minnesota right. sent out a, a query. And this is one that I've heard posed before, but it's always fun to go through some of these, rehash some of these. And this is a good one as far as uh, what, how would you retheme a uh, rock and roller coaster featuring Aerosmith now that kind of Aerosmith it's kind of a band, you know, it's always been a band kind of of the past, you know, more of the 70s and 80s, but, you know, they really aren't doing much anymore. And there's a lot of people who go to the parks that barely know who Aerosmith right. is. So uh, wh how would you retheme that attraction? And uh, there are some fun responses uh, on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah. And he even gave me a little, I don't know, homework. He, he challenged me to research something. So I just responded today. Ooh, challenge. Challenge yes. accepted. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, but we're having a lot of fun on that site yeah. and lots of great things there. And we hope you'll come in and join in on the fun. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com we certainly love hearing from you even if you're just saying hi 
But uh, feel free to con connect with us and ask if there's any topic questions you'd like us to cover or any questions about something we may have covered. Yeah, for whatever reason you want to contact us, that is a great space to do so. Now, if you want to help support the show and get a little swag out of it at the same time, well, there are a couple great ways to do that. The first is to go straight to our Spreadshirt shop where we have all sorts of items with our various logos. There, you know, Yes, of course, obviously, Spreadshirt means it has shirts, but it also has all sorts of different things. It has aprons, it has masks, Masks, it has hats, it has mugs, water bottles, <laughs> all sorts of stuff there. And if you want to find us, you can go to spreadshirt.com and just do a search for us. Or even easier, just go to any of our social media profile pages. We have a Linktree account there. And you just click on that and there's a link straight to our site. And you can just go shop in there and find whatever you like. And we do get a portion out of anything you purchase there. Plus you get to you know, strut around wearing some of our, you know, hashtag <laughs> real men love frozen stuff, or I'm heading to Hyperion Adventureland stuff, or just our straight out Hyperion Adventures podcast logo gear. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from time to time they have sales and, you know, either discounts or free shipping or a little both, bit of both or, you know, but, and as we always say, sometimes changing so out some new products. Yeah. So definitely check out to see if there's anything new that you haven't seen before or to check it out for the first time. Another great way to help support the show is through our Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash Adventures podcast. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month and you can get some swag out of that. Some other things that are coming up that Michelle is working on uh, currently. She sent out an email just a, a couple weeks ago with some interesting information for some of our Patreon members. And uh, of course, you know, we just appreciate everybody who's already become a member of our Patreon page. That's for sure. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. You know, uh, the, the funds just really help keep this show running. It's not free for us, uh, but we're not making any profit off of it, but we just appreciate yeah, everybody who's are. participating as a Patreon. Far, far from ever making any money off of this show, <laughs> but we enjoy doing it. That's the key to it. So um, that is what our fun is every single week. Now, speaking of every single week, one thing we like to do every single week is kind of look back at the week that was. It's got highs, it's got lows, it's got twists, it's got turns, but we are the Positivity podcast, positivity Disney podcast. Not a Easy podcast for me that to can say. Speak well, no, but. well, they, they know that. I hope going into this that that is just kind of how we are, or at least how I am. Um, but we are the Positivity Disney podcast, so we like to focus on the positive things that come out of this week, and we always like to mention our favorite thing from the week. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> all things good in the world. You know, she does the best research. She has the best list. You know she has the best tips, but she almost <laughs> always has the best. My favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Wow, this one was a hard one because there were a lot of great things that happened this week. Uh, but to narrow it down to one, I'd have to say that we have Scott back with us. Yes, uh, we just picked him up yesterday, and mm -hmm. he's rejoined us for the next several months here in our brand new Florida home. And, right. Uh, that was good to have him back with us. We are excited yeah, to spend those next fun. few months. And we've got some cool things planned to do with him. Right, that yeah. Time. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was definitely one of my favorite things. Um, look, this episode is going to be all about my favorite things from this <laughs> week because there were so many great things that happened this week. Um, but also just the way I closed out my um, 
I, can't call, I was about to say career, my <laughs> short career with the United States Postal Service. Uh, it was really good. I had a really good final day. There were some people that said some really nice things uh, about me before I left there. And um, that was great. And I am looking forward to what is to come from my new job yeah. here starting in a couple of weeks in the yeah, future. Right into the healthcare field. Into the healthcare finally field. Finally got you there. Yeah. So that's that's kind of looking. And I'll get to my other favorite things from this week because there's they're lengthy uh, coming up <laughs> in the bulk of this episode. Now, we did get one from one of our listeners mm-hmm. as well, one of our yeah. members of our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Uh, this came in from Sue in the UK. She said, favorite thing of the week this week was finally getting to see Disney's The Lion King at the theater. It was absolutely stunning. What a show they put on over two hours long, and it was spectacular. I had fabulous view from my seat and was so lucky to have grabbed it at such a good price. Highly recommended. That's awesome, Yay. Sue. So happy. So happy for her. Yeah, she had mentioned that as her favorite thing when she was able to land the ticket a few weeks back right. and then being able to go and experience it, living up to uh, the expectations right. yeah. and maybe exceeding it. Uh, that's fantastic. So happy for you, Sue. Yeah, we're very excited for you and kind of envious, but uh, yeah. glad that you got a chance to see that and that you you uh, confirmed that it's something worthy to to check out. Yeah. It's great. We still have not seen it ourselves. I am looking forward to doing it sometime in the very near future. Now, speaking of the future or actually the present, we have lots of stuff for you this week, including it's now easier to share your love for the amazing cast members at the happiest place on earth. We'll tell you how you can do that. And if you're thinking about a cruise adventure through a galaxy far, far away in the coming year, well, we have some news you're definitely going to want to hear. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. So for this week's main topic, we're going to look back at our fun little, it was a relatively short trip, but we packed a lot in within our uh, three days, two nights stay at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah, we did. Not only did we do a lot, we stayed at more than one place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this was semi a last minute trip. decision to make this trip because we didn't know what was going to happen with my work schedule. If I was still working at the post office, this was not going to happen for more than maybe one night. Right. Um, And there was a lot of other factors involved, but we were able to, once once I knew when my end date for the post office is going to be, we were able to work some things out. We went on the DVC website and were able to find a couple nice rooms. Mm -hmm. And so we we booked them both. And um, we had, like I said, a really, really nice trip. Yeah. Yeah, and some special fun that yeah. we weren't expecting. Yeah, we did a, things better than we expected. Right. To. Well, it, it's going to be funny because a lot of things fell into place mm-hmm. um, just perfectly on this trip. Um, you know, I'm not going to say like it was one of those where you got a lot of pixie dust sprinkled right. on you or anything like that. It wasn't like that. It was just that, like as things went on through these three days, like everything just kind of fell into where we needed it to do a lot of different cool stuff that we either haven't done or haven't done in a long time. Right. We didn't have the glitches that you right. sometimes have when you're going on a trip. Yeah. Almost always you have something come and it goes a little bit sideways and you need to kind of work around that. That didn't happen a lot. As a matter of fact, like yeah. I said, everything kind of fell in place and we'll discuss a lot about that as we go on. So we started on day one. This was on Tuesday. That was on August 23rd. And um, we decided, you know, I've been 
working very hard at the post office. So we were going to take our first day very slowly and not do a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we figured this would be a great day for a pool day right. out at the uh, at Bay Lake Towers at the Contemporary Resort. So we headed on off there uh, kind of relatively, not early in the morning, but, you know, mid-morning. Mm -hmm. Um, trekked out from where we are in the Space Coast and parked there and looked around. Um, we got there at about, I want to say it was a little after 11 when we got there in the morning. We were thinking we would easily find a nice <laughs> umbrella seat right by the pool, but it was a little trickier than we thought initially. Right. Now, one thing to clarify, we parked there because we did have reservations. Yes, we were staying there that at night. At Bay Lake Tower. Yes. Um, so that's the first thing. But yeah, um, I think they opened the pools usually around 11, excuse me, around 1030. And we got there not long after that. And yeah, not a, not an umbrella to be found. Right. Well, at, least, at least not at Bay Lake Towers. We first checked in over there. Um, just, you know, we checked in online, but wanted to double check and check in just to be sure we could get into the pool and everything. Plus we had our new Magic Band Pluses. Yes. So we wanted to be sure that those worked. Um, so we went and then we went over to the Bay Lake Towers pool and looked over there in our usual spots where we get a <laughs> nice shady area. We're pretty full up. So I, Michelle found, did find one spot. There was some shade. So, um, I said, you know, she decided to stay there. I went over to the contemporary pool just to see what was open over there. Divide and, and conquer. There were a couple of good spots over there. So I staked our claim on one spot, texted Michelle, come on over. And then we parked ourselves there for a better part of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Under, under an umbrella. Yes, under an umbrella. <laughs> Not an ultraviolet light protecting umbrella. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get into that in my tip of the week later today. But just uh, just know that there's... Um, Something to come up. Be ready if there's you're, you think you're in the shade of the Disney pools. Maybe not as much as you think. Uh, but anyway, it was a really nice spot. We had, a, you know, it was pretty mellow there for the morning. Um, there was some chances of rain that were supposed to come in. We weren't sure when that was going to start, but... For the time we were there, it was nice. It was sunny. It was warm, yes, but we were in the shade and we had got some nice cocktails delivered to us from uh, Shan, who was our wonderful right. server around the pool, brought us some great cocktails and we just relaxed and enjoyed the day. Yeah, and the, the water in the pool was wonderful temperature, just enough to cool you down, but not enough where you froze when you first got in mm -hmm. and... It was spectacular. Yeah, it was everything I kind of hoped for that day. My, you know, my body was still pretty sore from doing the physical activity mm -hmm. that is involved with the United States Postal Service. Uh, so it was really good to just have that day to kind of just regroup and relax. Right. And we got our, our, our little text on our phone at around 2.30ish uh, that our room was ready at Bay Lake Towers. And that was good because that was just about the time when we were... We were about ready to move on from right. the pool. We'd been there for several hours and it was time to do something else. So we went and checked into our room, went right up. We were on, uh, what was it? The 11th floor. 11th floor. Uh -huh. uh, we decided to do a, for the rare time, we did a theme park view. We don't yeah, usually. I think that was what was available. Yeah. We don't normally do a, a theme park view. We like the lake view specifically, but we've also done the standard view and enjoyed that as well. Right. Um, but this was a deluxe studio. And um, with the theme park view, we walked in and looked out at the park and we were pretty darn happy when yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah very impressed. Um, it, it's like, like I mentioned, there was only that theme park view available and only for one night. Um, so we thought, oh, let's give it a try. Like we've said, the studios at Bay Lake Towers, the layout is fabulous. It's by far better than um, most of the 
the studios or, or any of the other studios that we've either been to or researched. It's just really convenient, some of their layout and, and, and the availability of space to store things. Even if you were going to be there for a while and wanted food, their little pantry area is gives a lot of space for storage. Right. Yeah, Bay Lake Towers continues to be our favorite DVC resort. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't stayed at them all. But we have stayed at a few, and so far, they, they remain at the top of the list, and that goes for every category of room we've stayed right. in, whether it be the standard view, the lake view, definitely our favorite, and now the theme park view. Now, if you're going to do a theme park view, just note, a lot of your view, especially if you're lower, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get a lot of parking lot in that view. Yes, you, you'll see the park really well, right. but you will also get a lot <laughs> of the contemporary slash Bay Lake Towers parking lot right. right there in front of you. So know that going in, but there are some cool things to see when you're looking at that angle. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you definitely do see the the theme park, but like, like Tom mentioned, or AKA Henry, that <laughs> some of our listeners may know you as. Yes. <laughs> um, that the and some post many postal workers <laughs> that the the um, theme park view is you know first overlooking the parking lot but it, yes you do get pretty sweet views I mean you're far away so don't expect that it's like right there you're not like within the park um, Space Mountain is your closest reference poison point and it looks pretty large there but you definitely can see the castle and things in in your view right. Uh, yeah, you, you get a great view of the castle. I mean, it, we've taken some pictures and you may see some that we've posted out there and it doesn't really do it justice. Mm-hmm. The view, you do get a great view of the castle, all the mountains. Um, you get a, you can get, mm-hmm. you can see definitely the castle and then space mountain is clear as day. Yeah. Uh, and then you also can see splash mountain and uh, big thunder when right. the visibility is great there as well. Uh, we were also able to see Tron testing while mm-hmm. we were there. We could see that kind of flashing by a couple times. Um, that was kind of cool. Uh, but it was, it, we were pretty happy with the view. I mean, again, it's not something I think we would do on the regular, uh, especially since it's more points. Right. Um, but it, we did enjoy it and we were really happy that we got that room. So we got in after being at the pool and sweating and everything else all day, <laughs> we decided to go ahead and take some showers and, you know, we weren't thinking we were going to go to the parks, but we made a park reservation for Magic Kingdom anyway, just in case. And as the day went on, we noticed it got a little cloudy, but it wasn't raining yet. And we were like, you know what? We really feel like doing, especially with Michelle talking here. I really need a little people mover in my That's life. Right. TTA. Yeah. So we decided, you know what the heck? Let's go ahead and head over there. It wasn't time. It was a night for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. That had not started yet. The early entry for those who had tickets had not started yet. We were just before that. So we're like... Maybe we can beat that crowd, mm-hmm. get over there, take some pictures, and of course, do one of our favorite attractions, the people <laughs> mover. So that's what we did. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, one of those, if, if you just like on the fly, like we were doing there, you know, it was great to be able to get on it quickly. A lot of the other attractions, especially being that it was getting close to the time that the crowds, because uh, because they had already started lining up to go in their early entry for the Not So Scary Um most of the attractions had long waits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it clouded up, which was also nice for us because it was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, all three days where we were at the parks, it was very hot. But uh, it had clouded up enough that the sun wasn't beating on us. It was actually a relatively pleasant yeah. temperature mm-hmm. there, uh, which made great for the walkover. Uh, walk over to the attractions. Like I said, we snapped a, a few pictures of the castle and some other things as we were going along. Mm-hmm. And then we did the people mover, which is always excellent. Always love the people mover. <laughs> yeah. we, if you saw the picture on the social media, we had a celebrity behind us. The celebrity <laughs> TTA people mover, orange cone was in the seat behind us. And that's always fun too. 
Um, and, and it looked like you were sporting some nail polish. Yes. <laughs> some people noticed that. It looked like one of my hands had nail polish. I know that was Michelle getting into the picture with her hand pointing to the cone. Well, not that I'm afraid to wear nail polish, right. but <laughs> that, she, mine never comes out as well as Michelle's. Well, and... You know, my stumpy, short little fingers. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know, compared to, you know, mm. you're taller. The only thing that's true about that is short. None of those other things you just said are true. Well, anyways. And little. We digress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we went over and just did that. And that was a bit of all we did. We did um, check out, you know, tried to do our little Magic Band Plus with Stitch mm-hmm. uh, over there and, um, you know, waved at him. And he did make some little noises for us, but we didn't get to use the app on him. But right. We there were to... some other people wanting to get pictures Yeah, there. we didn't want to block they it. They were probably getting ready to leave right. soon. So. Yeah, we had gotten there somewhere between 3.30 and 3.45. People were definitely already lined up to go into uh, mm-hmm. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh, so felt bad for those people because it was hot yeah, and they were and just, in costumes. Yeah. yeah and they were in their hot. costumes yeah. out in the sun and packed in, you know, in that line waiting yeah, to get in. So, yeah. uh, they had just started heading in as we were kind of heading on our way out. And so that's when we were like, okay, we're good. We got a little visit. Now let's go back and relax. And we were getting ready to go to the top of the world lounge right. in the new villain slayers. Yeah. I mean, then the other nice thing of going in there was our opportunity to see the park that had transformed to the autumn and Halloween yeah. views, which, you know, just recently happened and we just got our first chance at seeing it and it really looked awesome. Yeah, the decorations are mm-hmm. already out. Of, of course, the parties are happening, um, so the decorations are already out and it looks great. Um, we also got lucky enough that we just missed the giant rainstorm that yeah. went through that those poor people that went in early for Mickey's Not So Scary just uh, got dumped on yeah. for a while. We missed it by probably five minutes right. by the time we got back yeah. again one of these things that fell into place it was cloudy enough that we weren't sweltering in the sun as we were walking but it was also we just yeah. missed when the, the actual storm rolled through the I area know. that was funny good timing yeah one of those like you said it's not always that you have everything fall into place yeah so we uh you know we went back to our room and actually sat there in our, our balcony and watched it tried to watch some of the lightning go through in the area which yeah, was not was far crazy. away yeah. Um, and it was just, it was kind of an enjoyable extra light show for mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, so we just kind of kicked back for a while. Then the time rolled around where, uh, you can get into the villains lair, the new mm-hmm. top of the world lounge retheme. And, uh, we went down and checked into that and, uh, it didn't take us long. Um, we were, we, we went downstairs about five 50, I want to say, they yeah. tell you to line up around five forty-five. We got there about five 50 and we were upstairs by 615 or something like that right yeah yeah Yeah, they really the people who check you in don't really arrive till right Right at at six six. yeah Yeah, this is uh, only the second time since they've reopened that that i've had the opportunity but it was the same kind of thing they tell you to line up there and i and i get it they tell you to line up early so that you have an opportunity to you know more likely get in there because they they do sell reservations for a special party there um so Sometimes it may not be, especially if you're not there at the the opening where you'd have a guarantee to get in. Right, right. So we um, checked in. Like I said, it was we were fairly early, and we the text in. They they take your name down. You know, they do this for a lot of when you're doing standby at a lot of, um, or even when you have a reservation for a lot of the restaurants or 
whatever throughout the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort for that matter. They take your phone number down and they'll send you a text when you're ready to go. And it didn't take very long at all for us to get that text. Went upstairs, like I said, seated by 615. And this is my, Michelle had already been able to visit. This is my first time getting to visit. And I like the little touches, the little <laughs> villains touches they put up there. Yeah, and it actually had gotten a little bit more since the time that I went because I went, I think, within the first few days of reopening. Um, one of the things, before we get into too much detail for people to be aware of, is obviously they do verify that you are a DVC member, at least one person in the party. And that you purchased it through Disney. Right. And um, the other thing is that they need proof that you're staying on property. Right. During you, that time. Right, right. Right. You don't have to be staying on at a DVC location or on DVC points. They don't even look at that, but they do verify now that you are currently a Disney resort guest to go up there. So So if, you know, if you were thinking of maybe trying it when you're not staying on property, um, there's a good chance because they did have everybody in, in our line that time show proof. And I don't think they did that the first time I was there, but this time they definitely yeah. did. So just be aware of that going in that you need to be like, one, a DVC member bought through Disney can't be a resale type right. situation. And, uh, that you also will have to um, be staying somewhere within the Disney bubble right. uh, at a Disney resort during that time. So, yeah, I mean, you may be able to get away with it. They may, you may luck out at some time, but right. I wouldn't bet on it. If you really, if you have your heart set on going, right, exactly. uh, wait until you're staying on DVC points there or find somebody who is, who will invite you up with them. <laughs> right. You know, right. I guess we don't mind doing that yeah. from time to time. So, right. I mean, one of the things online, it says that you can only bring up the number of people that are on your reservation that they didn't get into the details with right. us, but I don't, they may have questioned if we had like four other people with right. us or something. Yeah. I, I mean, if we ever plan ahead, we can always, you know, if, if it's something we know, we could add somebody to our reservation right. or whatever, make sure it works, or, you know, in the plans in the future. But anyway, um, we digress. Uh, we got up there, like I said, um, I, it, it's, it, the touches aren't overwhelming. Like you're not going to walk in there and think, oh, the villains have really taken yeah. over this place <laughs> when you go in. But there are some subtle things. Uh, it's still the top of the world lounge. It still will remind you very much if you've been there in the past or if you've seen pictures or whatever it may be. Um, but there are some nice touches around. There's some um, interesting artwork. Um, there's just some nuanced little pieces of mm-hmm. things. The, the, the music up there is very, while not being extremely like, you know, they're not just playing on poor, unfortunate souls and they're not, you know, playing um, some of these villain songs over and over again, but there are, they are definitely on the villain side of the music spectrum as you're listening up there Uh, the menu has changed. Everything is now um, while it's a lot of items you will recognize, they have definitely changed them slightly to give them fun uh, villains, you know, names going along with them. And, um, yeah, they embrace the theming right. for that. Some, you know. some cocktails. We didn't try the cocktails this time, although we made a note that we have to try that the next time we right. go up there. We just got some nice glasses of wine. Um, but we did get some of the food up there because this is basically going to be our dinner. Mm-hmm. We did uh, like an appetizer-based dinner while we were up there. So um, here are the things that we ordered. 
Um, and I, I think we can talk about them as we go through them. We, we did the Empress Charcuterie Board, mm-hmm. which is your typical charcuterie board. A little small if you're just looking for like a, a very hearty meal. But right. it's um, good for a single person. Single person or if you were doing other things as kind right. of an, a, a, something to split with a lot of other appetizers as well. Uh, we also did the Unfortunate uh, Souls Shrimp, which is a herb roasted shrimp with the flavors of uh, Roman, Romesco sauce, olive tapenade, and a marinated mush, or excuse me, marinated tomatoes. Um, that it's a cold dish. I wasn't. I was expecting it was going to be a right. hot shrimp dish. It's a cold shrimp dish, kind of like a a uh, almost, dressed up. Yeah, kind of like a Greek almost um, shrimp cocktail right. in some ways. Uh, but it was very good. Enjoyed that. And what we really enjoyed was the cosmic plant power flatbread, mm-hmm. uh, which is topped with. Uh, plant-based zatar spiced beef. I imagine that's impossible beef, um, essentially. Uh, Caramelized onion spread, pickled onions, and a... I think it's a vegan tzatziki, Mm -hmm. uh, which is... Normally, it's a yogurt, cucumber sauce. I'm sure it's some sort of... um, uh, vegan right. yogurt type dish. Um, so, but it was, it was really, really good. Really enjoyed that. I, I actually enjoyed all three things right. um, yeah. very much. Yeah, I did too. I, you know, well, the, you know, the cheese platter, <laughs> I can never say it right. The charcuterie? Charcuterie. I can say it in my head or if I'm just talking, like if I was alone, I could say it, but then when I'm saying it to somebody like to order it or whatever, I, I always botch it. But anyways, I love that. I, I think the, the they just have a very nice selection. And, and I, th- I mentioned it when we talked about it before, how they have, you know, some little accompaniments mm-hmm. with it um, are, are fabulous as well. Uh, and the shrimp, like you said, I was expecting hot, but it didn't. It was delicious, uh, really flavorful. It wasn't like your typical don't think shrimp and cocktail. It was, you know, one, the appearance and the layout it, it was different, but just the flavors was mm-hmm. uh, was a lot more. Yeah, the romesco sauce really mm-hmm. uh, set those shrimp off. They right. really and even the herbs yeah. on, on it was really mm-hmm. flavorful. Um, and, and like you said, the flatbread was killer mm-hmm. a little bit know. on the sweet side i think mm-hmm. it could have used a little bit of heat with right. it i would talked about maybe some pickled uh jalapenos or some sort of pickled right. pepper on there you know just a light you know just to kind of balance some of the sweetness but it was still very really really delicious mm-hmm. yeah um, something i would definitely order it again and something i'm thinking about recreating for the disney dishes vlog right. now that i have once again have time to get back to the disney yeah. dishes vlog here yeah. in the near future Alrighty. so um that is one of the one dishes that may be coming Fairly soon here, uh, and then once we uh, we called it a night at there, we decided to get to go the seven layer mm-hmm. cake. It's not it is seven layers, but now it's seven layer as in like villain's layer right. um, cake. And got that, took that back in the room. We had a bottle of wine in the room and just enjoyed that uh, as we were getting set for the nightly fireworks. The special actually it was the not the nightly fireworks. It was the special Mickey's not so scary Halloween party fireworks. Right. I mean the nice thing about our room was our. Our balcony, you know, gave the same view as you would get at the top of the world lounge. We were only four floors below it. So, you know, we figured this is a great way to just, you know, we were taking it easy anyways and just had our own little private viewing of the fireworks. Yeah, especially since the fireworks were a little bit later because of the party. They right. were at 10, 15, whereas I believe Enchanted is usually at nine, nine something like along those lines. So it was a bit later, you know, to try and, you know, be ready to go up back upstairs and, and watch them. When we have this perfectly good view from where we were, um, just made more sense to us. Yeah. Right. Which, speaking of that, that is something that 
I don't know if it's just new that they're doing it or they're just really promoting it, but we had several cast members um, telling us as long as you've gone up there to the top of the world lounge and, you know, purchase something, whether it be a drink or, or, uh, you know, food and drinks or whatever, uh, you can return later in the evening to watch the fireworks up there. You, you know, they will definitely get you up. You're guaranteed to go up there. Uh, just need to show your receipt. Right. Similar to what they do with the California grill. Right. Uh, you don't need to be up there at fireworks time to watch fireworks for the California. Oh, you have to be up there, but I mean, you don't have to be eating up there at the time to, as long as you keep your receipt and if you've eaten any time right. during the day, California grill, you can go back up there. Same thing is now in place with top of the world lounge. You don't need to sit, you know, get up there at six right. and try and stay up in the lounge until 10 15 at yeah, night right. to watch the fireworks. Now you can get your food or your drink or whatever it may be. Um, go do your thing and then come back later and show them your receipt down below and they'll clear you to go upstairs. Yeah. So. I mean, that's great that they, you know, like top of the world has had it for a while now. Um, but I, I guess this is really one of the great perks of having DVC is that that, you know, you can be guaranteed then to go see right. the fireworks. Whereas before you'd have to time it. And, and this makes sense because then everybody was trying to get into the lounge at the time, the fireworks, you know, just before the fireworks. And this way they can really get people to come in earlier and still enjoy the, the experience, but be able to come back later for the fireworks. Right. Perfect. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So take advantage of that if you have the opportunity to do yeah. so. So watch the fireworks. They were great from our view. Um, they did have, the, I wasn't sure if the music, because normally obviously, uh, they have enchantment going on mm -hmm. there and that's the music that they would set to the fireworks. So on I wasn't sure if the, on the TV, mm -hmm. um, if they would mesh them up, right. but they did. Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to find the, the channel on the TV, uh, that had it. And, um, so we were able to listen and watch the, as they synced up the fireworks from our room. Yeah, it was great. I loved that fireworks show and I love the, the theming that they had. I don't mm -hmm. want to give anything away because I know some people may have passes to the not so scary, um, but it was really great and loved the fireworks. Yeah, they, were, was, they were impressive. They, was, I, they, weren't, they didn't shortcut it. It was fun. We had a great view and a great time watching them. Uh, by the way, a couple things about the Bay Lake Towers room, just so you know going in, there's a couple things that we noticed. Uh, one, it's more of the old school TV, you know, it's got the, the scrolling menu of, right. you know, television programs or whatever, you know, and so you kind of got to look for where the fireworks channel is and et cetera, and for everything else is, um, it doesn't have the ability yet, uh, to, uh, allow you to stream anything from your devices while you're there onto the TV. Uh, they do. Yes, you can't cast. Thank you. Um, they do have um, a connection port there where you can connect like a, an HDMI from your computer or whatever to mm -hmm. the television. Also, they do have uh, DVD players in the room. Right. At least ours did. Uh, so if you are, are planning to stay there and want to bring some things for the kids to watch or whatever, though, you do have that ability there right. at the park. And uh, if they don't have the DVD in the room, you can request it for right. housekeeping. Correct. Correct. Uh, also, you know, in a lot of the more modern resorts now and in some of the older ones have added these instances, they've even refurbished them. They, you know, have the USB um, ports right in either someplace within the room or within the outlets mm -hmm. themselves. Uh, Bay Lake Towers does not have that at this point. Right. So you're going to need to bring a plug if you're planning on charging any of your devices while you're in the room. Yeah, we had one. 
<laughs> for all our devices. Yes. <laughs> we, but it worked out. And we also, we, we took note that the, uh, the DVD player had a USB port in there. Right. So we were able to plug some things into the DVD player. And right. you know, it's a little slower to charge things, but we were able to charge a few things through that. And it's especially important because now with the Magic Band Plus, you need to charge those as yes. well overnight. So right. uh, we needed more outlets for that. For sure. Um, the other thing about DVD uh, in the rooms at any of the villas, at any of the, um, I should say, any of the DVC resorts, is they also in their community houses will have DVDs that you can borrow. So, and that borrow for free if you're staying there. Mm -hmm. So, so that was just, it. that was all we had to say. Just some important things in case you happen to be staying at Bay right. Lake Towers in the near future. Just a couple things we wanted to point out. So yeah. It didn't affect our stay. We still loved it and right. um, we're happy to go there. Now, and they're probably going to be upgrading. Yeah, I think eventually they're going to start yeah. refurbishing some of these uh, spaces uh, within Bay Lake Towers. Right. I, I, I think eventually. it's it's not high on their priority list, but it will be there eventually right. and they'll modernize a few of these things. Uh, still, the layout of that room is still our favorite oh, layout. Gosh, I mean, if they refurbish the it, I hope they don't change anything about the layout of those right. rooms. Exactly. Because they're perfect just the way they are. Uh, moving to, so we went to bed, moved to the next day, Wednesday, and that was a busy day for us. We we didn't talk about something that happened on Tuesday. We will talk about that as okay. we go through this. Um, All right. Because it's important to what happened on, and why that day suddenly became so busy for us on uh, on the Wednesday. Um, because uh, we had to flip-flop some things right. originally. Uh, we had planned on going to Epcot in the morning, or maybe, I can't remember if we were doing Epcot yeah, we or Magic do, Kingdom in the morning. But I think we were doing Epcot in the yeah. morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We were going to do a little food and wine in the morning and then head over later and park hop over to Disney's Hollywood Studios right. because we had a reservation for sci-fi dining, which we had not done in years right. now. It's been a while because it's been tougher to get right. than it used to be because it's a very popular restaurant and um, for good reason. Um, something happened on actually while we were at Magic Kingdom the day before, something came across our phones mentioning that there may have been a Space 220 reservation right. available. I think it happened when we were on the People Mover. Right, as a matter it did of fact. happen on the People Mover. So we both jumped quickly to our phones to try and get Space <laughs> 220 reservation for the next day. And how did that turn out for us, Michelle? It worked out. I nabbed it. Yes. Nabbed it. We nabbed it. We got it secured for a, um, a late dinner. Yes. And uh, we got an 8.20 right. uh, p.m. reservation for dinner at Space 220. Uh, so that means we had to, we weren't going to go to Sci-Fi Dining at 4 and right. then Space 220 at uh, 8.20. So we had to do some other things on the flyer. First, we were just going to say, well, you know, which do we keep? You know, do we keep? You know, the sci-fi, because we love that place. Right. Or do we? Well, it was an easy choice because we'd never done Space 220. We wanted to do it. Right. So we decided, okay, we're going to cancel the sci-fi dine-in. We'll do something else during the day for food. And then we'll do the dinner at Space 220. But when you were looking through there, you happened to find something interesting, Michelle. Right. So, at, you know, as I was looking, and I knew I needed to also, well, if we just kept Epcot, we could do Epcot all day. But... So I started looking and I found that there was a lunch available that came, became available at Sci-Fi so for, for the Wednesday. So I thought, okay, great. We can just flip-flop. But then I was realizing, okay, well, we'll need a reservation to Hollywood Studios in, for the beginning part of our day up until 2. So can we get that? And so going through and 
This was the day before they did the modification. So you had to cancel and then rebook your park reservation. So it was like a little scary to say, okay, it's showing that the studios is available, but will it be after I cancel this Epcot one? But sure enough, again, things were falling into place. Like Tom said, it wasn't necessarily cast members shedding pixie dust, but I guess the, the universe did. And so we were able to get the park reservation uh, for Hollywood Studios, get the lunch reservations for sci-fi, and then still have our dinner reservations at, to go later in the evening over to Epcot's uh, Space 220. Right, and you're even able to land an early enough uh, sci-fi dining reservation mm-hmm. that there was a, actually about eight hours of space in between our meals. Right. That like It wasn't like a, we were concerned about, well, if we get sci-fi, maybe we just do something light there because that food can get kind of heavy mm-hmm. at sci-fi. It's all great food, but it can, you know, it's burgers, it's fries, it's right. shakes, it's all that stuff. You know, we don't want to ruin our appetite for going to Space 220. Right. And so, um, but it was, you know, it was just at, our reservation for was for just afternoon Actually, well, you got it for like eleven fifty, didn't you? Well, originally like I had it for twelve fifty, and then in the morning, I checked again, and there was an earlier one for noon. Yeah, so we got so. that. So we had a full eight hours in between, so we could go ahead and have a regular meal. Right. At Sci-Fi Dining, which was nice. So, I mean, the other thing that we were factoring in is we knew we had to change hotels, right? Too, so yeah. check out of one and find out when we'd get into the next right yes we were transitioning from bay lake towers as we said we had one night at two different locations bay lake towers over to disney's animal kingdom lodge the kanani village portion of it for a savannah view uh studio deluxe studio um there so we had to have that in the equation as well and it worked out perfectly for us like you said you're able to get the park reservation get the um restaurant reservation Mm -hmm. it all worked out great we ended up you know we checked out at our hotel in the morning didn't move too quickly we weren't looking to rope drop anything at hollywood studios we were just kind of going over there to have lunch and we wanted to experience this new thing over at star wars galaxy's edge with our Mm -hmm. magic band plus that was kind of what our goal was and we ended up doing something else there we'll talk about in a second um so we just we, we checked out um, just drove straight over to Epcot, got into, or excuse me, Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, got into the park and beelined over to the to Batu, and that's where we played the Batu Bounty Hunters game on our with our Magic Band Pluses. Yeah. So, in a word, what did you think? I thought it was a lot of fun. I, that's I, a word. In, yeah. <laughs> in a fun. Single. There you go. <laughs> Wizard. How's that? Uh, it was it was a great time. I mean, it's nothing too elaborate but it's kind of fun and here's what you do i'm not going to give away all the details of the game but you go in and there's a point in the parks you're going to have the um it helps to have the play disney app i don't think you absolutely have to have it but it helps to have it to play Mm -hmm. the game you definitely have to have a magic band plus to play the game uh you go to a part of the park and you will go up to a board and you will tap it with your magic band plus similarly to you what you would do if you were tapping into the park Mm -hmm. and then a screen will be there and it'll you know, it'll, it, for the first time you play it, it'll kind of give you an idea of how you play the game. Right. Um, it'll lay it all out there and then it'll give you your first bounty, who you're looking for. And then you will kind of follow your Magic Band Plus through, through the park. It'll give you, it'll, it'll, it will pulse or vibrate and it'll be green when you're essentially going hotter right. and go red when you're going colder. You're right. trying to find a doorway that behind it is your bounty. Right. And so you kind of go lead and go to these various different doorways, kind of led a little bit by your magic band until it glows 
purple when you have actually found that one. Right. And then you can either just scan it there and that's one way you can do it. But if you want to use the Play Disney app, you can kind of, there's the, the part there that has the Bounty Hunters game and it'll go up and you can kind of look at it and it'll show you your bounty right. kind of behind the door there for right, you. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean, like you said, we don't want to give away too many spoilers. We want it to be a fun experience. I think the main thing to know is that you do have to find the location where for everybody, there's one location where you actually acquire mm -hmm. your instructions of which bounty you're after. Mm -hmm. And, and that starts the game. And that was the one thing I did notice a lot of people, like when we were finding our bounties and everything, people were asking like, Hey, I have the magic band plus where do I go? Right. How do I start this? You know, cause they were seeing us find something. It's like, is this where we start? And it, it isn't. So that's one thing is, um, you know, finding that board, that location where you actually get your assignments. Yeah. It's uh, it's not, you. it's not tough to find. It's just off the marketplace, kind of near across the, the little pathway there from where Ronto Roasters mm -hmm. is. Um, you'll see a little line there. Yeah, people. you'll see a line. Sometimes a longer line yeah. <laughs> of people there checking in. Uh, you will return there after you've found your bounty to another site and, and you will kind of get your arm scanned and the, the 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 person collecting the bounties will you know give you a little message and right. give you your credits and then you can go and scan and try for the next bounty. Yeah, yeah. you can you can play the game more than once. Right. But yeah, the My Disney... Um, the play, Disney, play app. Disney app really enhances yeah. the, the, you know, it, it does for other things too. Right. When you, so it's, it's good to have that available with your magic band plus right. and, and battery backup. Yeah. Battery backup <laughs> for sure. Because that it will eat your, the play Disney app, especially will eat up your battery on your phone or your device. Um, and, and so, and, but I'm just telling you that if you are concerned and you want to play it and you don't want to eat up your battery, you can still play the game right. uh, without having to use the play Disney app. It just does enhance it if you want to do so. But we did that like four times. We got four bounties. Yeah, uh, it was good. And it was a lot of fun. And it's just another thing that you can kind of do, you know, if you're, if you've done the attractions, if you've eaten your Ronto wrap, you right. know, and, and it's good to get the whole family involved in. And, right. Um, it's just kind of another way to explore Galaxy's Edge, which is one of the things I really like to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And as you're going around looking for your bounty, you get to see other things happening. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a cute little addition that they have. Love it. For sure. So we did that. We will be doing that again. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, then we went, it was time for our reservation. Went to oh, wait, we didn't say who got more credits. Uh, you did by like a hundred credits more. <laughs> yes. Yes. Michelle uh, had the higher bounties than I did. I started off on the head right. as I usually do. And then she quickly like, forget you and left me in the dust. Yeah. It, it really is just random based yeah. on what bounties, different, different bounties give you different amount of credits. And so it, it's, it's, I just teased him. Right. And by the way, I didn't see a cutoff on how many you can get. I know we saw some people in line or us that had like received like 15 bounties wow. already. You know, I mean, I don't know how over how much time they've yeah. done that. And, you know, we were there for like an hour and we did four bounties, right. you know, but uh, there were people that had a lot. Yeah. So um, you can keep going with it, you know, and I, I think you can come back and it, I believe it keeps track of it if you come back on another yeah. day. So I just know that going in. So anyway, headed over to Sci-Fi, checked in. It was so good to get back into Sci-Fi Dine-In again. It's mm -hmm. been way too long since we've yeah. been there. It's such a fun space. Always good memories. I think I was telling you that at the table is that, or at the car, um, is seems like every time I've had an opportunity to go there, it's been 
with special people and always mm. have very nice, fun memories. It's just a fun, it's, the, the food is good for one. You know, I mean, it's burgers, it's fries, it's right. onion rings, it's typical, you know, diner, dine-in type right. food, you know. Um, but it's good and the food is good and just the the atmosphere in there is you're like in these cars watching these old B-movie clips <laughs> and stuff and it's just, it's just fun. It's it's just that entertainment value that you you, you don't find at a lot of restaurants. Right. It was also good, don't you think, seeing the uh, cast members were very much oh, in yeah. character. Yeah, with this. Uh, really involved with it and had a great time with that. Uh, we ended up doing the same burger, each of us, because it sounded really, really good, and it was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, we did the feature film burger, which is kind of a specialty burger for that day. This day, it was a, um, it was a surf and turf burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, it was a regular beef burger um, topped with a crab and uh, shrimp, shrimp cake, cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had some caramelized onions and mm-hmm. a chipotle aioli it was delicious it really was yeah um, typically we like to try different dishes so that we can talk about different things but like you said it was the one of the day and it, you know even the uh, we figured the other things on the menu we could try another time right yeah for sure um we did get uh, i got onion rings you got fries mm-hmm. and so we were able to kind of share those right. and, and go through them and they were delicious as well uh it's just a, it's just a great time again you know um this place would be fantastic just for the entertainment value of sitting in there and watching this but right. the fact that the food is really great there as well um hi, i can't if you can make it for your trip i know it's difficult to get into sci-fi from time to time but as you saw even on the last day you might still you know right. be able to luck into it um definitely take advantage of it because it is especially if you've never gone or if you haven't gone in a long time it is always so much fun to be in that that space yeah and it's impressive how they work it that you're really only seeing everything approximately once you might see a little crossover mm-hmm. but it, it yeah, just the seems like the it. timing that they they have it so that you don't have to watch the same things over and over right for so. sure so uh, so we ate and then we're like trying to figure out, well, we got a little more time till our room is ready. What do mm-hmm. we want to do? It's hot outside. Do we want to walk around in the heat? Um, it's <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios. All the attractions have super long waits. Right. We want to do that. And then I looked down and I'm like, hey, you know what's coming up here in about a half an hour? We might be able to make it into what? something we haven't gone to in a very long time. And that matter of fact, just returned recently. What is it? The Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular <laughs> Show. We had not done that in a long time. It had just returned just a couple of months ago, finally, after a long hiatus, right. of course, with, you know, like a lot of the entertainment had due to COVID. So we're like, let's go and see if we can get in. We got in really easily, got fantastic seats. Yeah, it was one of those, again, lucky that just as we were entering the rows, they broke off and said, okay, now start this area. And it brought us... To- Right to the front. Right to the front. Uh, just had a great aisle seat, front row. Right. Uh, it was just ended up perfectly. Again, things falling into place, like Michelle was mentioning. And it was just great. I and mean, it was that show is always fun. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's yeah. kind of, you know, it's it's that full on back to the MGM Studios days, right. you know, of, of the studios. It's um, a little bit of universal, you know, it makes me think. Um, cause I used to go to Universal Studios Hollywood all the right. time and that's kind of the way it used to be there. You know, it was, they, they would do stuff like that and more than now it's more about the attractions than the, right. than the, than the, the actual movie making experience. Mm-hmm. Although they say it is, it's not as much as it used to be. Um, and it is still, but it's not as much as it used right. to be And this kind of brings me back to all of that. Sure. And so I just, I just had a great time watching the stunts and the show all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, and you know, it, you're, you're covered. It's 
cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's not air conditioned, but it's definitely away from the heat. Um, but yeah, just a, a really, like you said, nostalgic show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fun. Everything went great with that. Enjoyed it very much. And then lo and behold, we got out of there. We were walking towards the shops to just go check out a few things. And hey, we got the buzz. Our room at Kadani Village was yeah. ready. <laughs> so, you know, there really wasn't much else we wanted to do the studios. So we we're like, okay, you know what? Let's go ahead and get our get to our room. Right. So we drove over to there, checked into our room. And as usual, uh, the Savannah Views at the, uh, when you get a Savannah View room at right. the, you know, at the, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, they're just excellent. Yeah. It's just, you know, as soon as you walk out there, there's animals everywhere. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's nice. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. If you've never been there before, don't expect it to be like a ton of animals, though. It's, um, they space them out so that different ones are coming out from time to time. Um, but you do always see animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of come out in waves. Like, you right. know, here, here will be the, uh, the, the, um, you know, here come the zebras, you right. know, there'll be suddenly be some zebras out. Then a little bit later, here come the giraffes, you right. know, I mean, there's always something out there. There's a couple of ostrich out there, a couple right. of different spring box, uh, you know, kind of African deer, stuff like that. Um, but it's funny how they will just some, suddenly be waves of different animals. Right. But yeah. It, yeah. They come and go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's really enjoyable. Um, highly recommended. The point is not that bad for, right. because I think because you're so far away from a lot of the other parks, right. um, the point structure for DVC members is not that bad for a deluxe resort um, with these great views. Um, it's, it is, it's high on our list of our favorite resorts to, to go and, right. and spend some time. If you, if, especially if you're not going to do a ton of, I'm going to be at the parks every day all the time because there is so much of that entertainment value from watching the animals right. stuff there. If you're going to yeah. spend more time in your room, it's a great space to be at. Or doing some of the activities that mm-hmm. they do, that they provide guests that are there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and like you said, I think the main reason behind that is just the, the amount of time and how to get to other parks. You either, it's a bus, for the complimentary, it's it's bus. Um, but whether you decide, like if you have a car, you can drive or, or ride share or something like that. But yeah, it's definitely a unique location. Right. Too. for sure so um spent some time there cooled off and waited until it got to about the evening and we were actually waiting for the rain to come and it didn't actually ever I come know. until maybe really late at night it didn't um so we just we headed back over to epcot at around six ish um went in and um again people were already either getting staged for harmonious or they had already left the parks right. because we were able to pretty much walk right on to spaceship earth when we got there we walked right on to living with the land um pretty much the attractions that were busy were all around world showcase i think as people were getting set for harmonious like i said nearing eight o'clock um so we instead of going there we did the 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 sea with nemo in france just because we hadn't done it in a while it's hokey it's goofy but it was fun to kind of go through it again. And you end up in the aquarium and it's always fun to walk and walk yeah. through the aquarium. Yeah. And, you know, um, seeing like all the kids enjoy it and everything just reminded me that I do need, I haven't had Scott out there in a long time. So, you know, fun things to see mm-hmm. out there as well. Right. Uh, so we got done a little bit early from that. And we decided, well, let's go ahead and check into our reservation for Space 220 a little bit early. And it was good because we got pretty much right into right. Space 220. We were really excited to do this. And, um, you know, got in there, got a um, checked in. You get a boarding pass and then you go into the elevator that takes you 220 miles up. I won't give you too many spoilers away, but Michelle, what were your thoughts on the elevator? The elevator was great. Great experience. Um 
But it just, I think it was created by Phineas and Ferb. Why is that? Well, because I, I guess I was thinking, I never really thought too much about it. I was thinking a launch, but this was an elevator that took you up. <laughs> And, it was and like, only Phineas and Ferb could, uh, they could only create something that would go on that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, it was a lot of fun. It totally, you get some great views in it. It totally vibed me. Like I mentioned um, last week when we were doing our space episode, it vibed right. for me, mission to the Mars, yep. rocket to the moon, that yeah. kind of feel. You look down, you um, look up. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And um, it, it was, a, it was, it was fun. And then, you know, you get out of there and you walk into this area and it's just all this outer space right in front of you in this right. restaurant. It was really, really, it was really, really fun. The atmosphere was cool. Yeah. And all the cast members are so nice. Now they are not Disney cast members. Technically. Technically. Um, but they definitely brought the friendliness, the helpfulness, the smiles. So it was great to see that that continuity was there. Yeah. Um, great time. Uh, the food, uh, I'm just going to say right now, it's not just about the atmosphere there. Mm -hmm. The food was wonderful. Right. I uh, right. really love the food there. Right. It's not cheap, but it's really good. Right. Um, you know, if I know that at the lounge, you can try different appetizers along with cocktails and wine and beer and stuff like that. Um, for the dinner, it is a, it's a structured meal. Right. You, you can upgrade some things if you choose to. Uh, but it, really is like you said it's top-notch quality food right uh for lunch it's a two-course pricks fix right. and for dinner it's a three-course we were doing dinner of course uh the price for that is 79 dollars per guest for the mm -hmm. pricks fix menu and you get an appetizer an entree and a dessert um with it and um uh, I think we were we enjoyed every single one of our dishes. We we all we ordered separate different dishes for each thing so we could sample a little bit of everything and right. we enjoyed it all. Yeah. We had a wonderful um server at our table. She was so helpful answering a lot of questions, giving, you know, suggestions. Clearly uh a, an entity that makes sure they're they're employees know what things taste like, what pairs well with things, you know, what, how spicy is something, things like that. Yeah, very knowledgeable, very, very helpful. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, feel free to really give them all the questions that, that you're thinking of so you can uh, order the right dish. Right. So for appetizers, we got, uh, Michelle got the Blue Moon Cauliflower, which is a tempura fried fried cauliflower with uh, house-made hot sauce and blue cheese dust. Um, that was a fantastic yeah. appetizer. Really good. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting how they were trying to take the tastes of like hot wings uh, and, and convert it to a plant-based entity, mm -hmm. and, which was really fabulous. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend that one. I got the starry calamari, which is fried calamari, Italian cherry peppers, spicy marinara, roasted pepper, citrus aioli. That was also good, but mm -hmm. um, of, of the two dishes, Michelle's the, the, the cauliflower, highly recommend. I recommend that much much more strongly and even if you're not a big cauliflower fan you would hardly recognize this it. oh yeah it is yeah. really really good right right you wouldn't yeah i agree and you know the calamari was great like mm -hmm. you said but it you know I, it was good it just it's wasn't just, as good it, as the it's cauliflower. not as unique right. for sure you know but 
but it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Uh, for our entrees, Michelle did the galactic salmon, which had glazed carrots, miyatake mushrooms, baby bok choy, and a ginger beurre blanc. I got the slow rotation short ribs, which were braised short ribs, with cheddar grits, bacon, ericover, and they actually had some of the glazed carrots that Michelle mm-hmm. had on my dish as well. Um, again, both very good. Again, Michelle had the better dish, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, the salmon was really, really good. Yeah, the salmon was really, really good. With a, It was excellent with the beurre blanc on it. Um, I think yours, you know, it depends on what your taste buds and, and that night, you know, we were t- chatting and it was like, I was having some struggle whether I wanted red meat or the, the salmon. Cause initially I had already thought I was just going to order the salmon. Um, it, it was fabulous. The fun, funny thing about it is Typically, bok choy to me is a what if, you know, it's, it's good, but, but this one was delicious. I really enjoyed this, yeah. this one that accompanied the salmon. It's, you know, it's also cool that it comes kind of, there's a, I don't know if we want to tip it off at how you'd serve to you the salmon, but there's a, there's a little presentation yeah. that's um, really cool on how they do it. And, and I wish I'd taken a picture. It was yeah. like, oh, as soon as it was done, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, if you like salmon, um, great dish, mm-hmm. especially with the little Asian flair to it. Um, really, really good. It's a little French-Asian combination there with the beurre blanc you right. know, along with yeah. it. It's uh, really, really good. Um, the, as far as the short ribs, they were tender. Um, they were mostly, I, I think they could have done with a little better seasoning. When you mm-hmm. got the bacon in with it, when right. the, the cheddar grits are really good. When you got the bacon in there with it, it kind of balanced out some of the, let me, the lack of seasoning that the short ribs had. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Again, the same thing. It was good. It, just Michelle had the better dish, in my opinion, of the two. The, the challenge we have when it comes to short ribs is when you've had the best, <laughs> none of the rest come close. Mm-hmm. And yours are always the most flavorful and most tender. He has them on Disney dishes. I highly recommend you recreate them. Um, by far, anytime we've tried, every time we've tried spare ribs, short ribs, short ribs I mean, I've always said the same thing. Good, not as good as yours. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, again, these are very good. For um, sure. And I, I enjoy, I, I always, I'm almost always, I enjoy a good short rib. So I almost always try it if it's on the menu somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are good. They mm-hmm. just weren't as good as Michelle's dish, in my opinion. And finally, for dessert, we they, they, they call them the supernova sweets. <laughs> uh, Michelle got the carrot cake, which is carrot cake, cream cheese, candied walnuts, toasted papitas, which are uh, basically pumpkin seeds. Mm-hmm. And I got the shortcake, which is a matcha air cake with mascarpone mousse and strawberries i thought both were phenomenal mm-hmm. for different reasons right right yeah and was kind of wondering like the server did say the well she recommended both of these dishes uh for the the dessert course um i was thinking carrot cake this is so run-of-the-mill you know i love carrot cake but it's, it's like that doesn't s- scream unique it was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't that sweet. It was um, the, the, even the candied, uh, was it walnuts? They I have think? walnuts and papitas. Think, yeah. yeah. Those were great, but they weren't like, you know, when you get them, like the kind that you think of like from Bucky's or a fair or something like <laughs> that. Super sweet. Super sweet. They weren't. They really just complimented the, the cheesecake. I mean, the cheesecake, the carrot cake, so wonderfully. Yeah, it had a nice balance of the, the carrot cake was moist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, the cream cheese was had just that right bit of tartness to it that you get out of a good cream cheese, um, you know, um, right. um, frosting. Um, 
And the, the, the spice level, because bottom line, carrot cake is a spice cake, you know, and you get a really nice um, spice out of it that you that you want from a carrot cake. It was really, really good. Uh, the shortcake um, was really light and refreshing and mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, you get the strawberries, this mascarpone mousse, which is almost... It would almost you'd almost confuse it with a cheesecake filling because right. it was that it was it was that good. And then the matcha cake was just um, it was just it, it was like if you're looking for something lighter, yes. uh, more fresh, more vibrant. Uh, that's it's a good way to go. Um, the, the carrot cake is, but I, I suggest like we did trying both things because they're both very very good. Right, and they had some other great choices. Mm-hmm. It was a little tough. It to, was tough uh, for the for the dessert course, and um, in fact, if she hadn't really highly recommended these she was also recommending she said their sorbets and gelatos are made on property and she said they're great mm. and it was kind of tempting to want to yeah. try one of those too yeah uh it was great the meal was great the atmosphere was great we were um unfortunately on a little bit of a side table right up front we thought at first we're gonna be right up front right. this is gonna be great we're gonna have such a great view and we did we had a good view mm-hmm. we enjoyed it um we saw lots of interesting things go on in the space around us uh, i think if we were to do it again we decided that we would try and ask for a view that's a little bit farther back anyways that we right. can take it more in there was some reflection of the lights on the screen there on the window that made it look like it kind of hampered a little bit of the view Um, where we were on the side you couldn't see the the earth below as well Um, so I I think that if we were to ask again next time we were to go up there we would probably try and get something a little bit farther back there's they've kind of got where the front is is kind of a sunken area so there's stairs down to this area and there's an elevated area that has more of the main dining room area and if you could ask for some of those tables i think right on the edge there those seem to be kind of that um the the best place to actually get a good view of everything going on right right yeah totally echo what you said you know we thought being right up against the windows would be the best view um but like you said there was some um distraction from a little bit of a glare right in glare and it was funny because looking across the room at other windows that were farther away is like that looks more realistic and because you're not getting that. It was other. realistic. We were 220 miles up. Honey. Well, I know. But I mean, that looks more like um, what you'd expect. Right. Because you weren't getting, it was dark space and then you saw what was happening outside. Whereas we were seeing a lot of light right. in addition to. Again, nothing to complain no, about. Right. It was a great Just dinner. Just giving people tips of what right. to think about. You know, or what to expect. Like if you get there, you know, again, you're still going to have a great seat and, and see fun things. But just remember that and and don't think that that's necessarily the, the optimal. Right. It can't hurt to ask if right. you can get a, a table in one of these areas. I think you're you're you will have a better uh, experience. Uh, again, we had a great experience, yes. uh, but it could even be improved more if you were, got one of these tables right. in these locations. And right. that may not be right for you. And may, right. you may enjoy the, the ones a cup close more than we did. Um, but we had a great time either way. So yeah, either way. So, so that was pretty much it. We took, we, we went out, we, we were able to finally see spaceship earth at night because we had not been able to, since they've, you know, added the, mm-hmm. the beacon of right. light or whatever they're calling it now. Um, um, we have not been able to see it since it's been all lit up at night and it was good to see it. It was, mm-hmm. it was stunning. Yes. Uh, took lots of pictures. We had some pictures taken in front of it right. and that was great because basically the park was closed by the time we got out of there. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, 99% of the crowds were gone because harmonious had finished. And, uh, so it was, 
you know, just some of the people who had stuck mm-hmm. around a little bit longer or, or like with us, we, we, were, we figured we were among the last group seated, yeah. you know. Um, so I think 820 is probably their last yeah, seating. Yeah, I would think it would be pretty I close mean, yeah. to, if not their last. Yeah, right. So. So. Uh, but it was great. Um, it was great seeing Spaceship Earth. Is, it, Spaceship Earth has always been stunning. It is really beautiful now. I, yeah. If you have not seen it since they've uh, added that to it. Right. And, and it just with, you know, again, with the park being emptied, it just seemed kind of very low-keyed. It, it wasn't that hype mm-hmm. anymore. It had the music that was complementing some of the, the changing lights on the, on, on the globe there. And it was just really kind of a fun mood mm-hmm. of just kind of, easing into nighttime yes speaking of nighttime we had to get back to our room because we had to get up very early Mm -hmm. the next day so we went back to our room that night uh got some sleep got up early and then it was literally trekking off to disney's wild disney's animal kingdom park excuse me because we had our wild africa trek set for early that morning yeah yeah we had to get up early get ready get packed because we weren't going to be back in time Mm -hmm. before checkout so get get our room emptied out and everything so and head over which fortunately it's not that far away from animal yeah that was part part of the idea behind getting this booked and we wanted to make sure and get it done early because you know it is hot during the day and we know the animals are out more in the morning so we wanted to try and and get the first one if we could and michelle again successful (laughs) well i mean that was another one of those things like you know the this was relatively like we said last minute trip the fact that we had animal kingdom and the only available day for getting the trek was for our last day so it was kind of really like wow this is working out our last day we're checking out we can go and that they had that reservation for the earliest um booking of the or bookings of that day and thought okay hopefully earlier morning would probably be a little cooler more the animals just you know, starting to get moving around and stuff that that would work. And and I think we got the last, well, maybe they had room for two more Either way, we got it. That's all that matters. And it was great. Uh, I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite tours we've ever done. Um, The Wild Africa Trek at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Um, Highly suggest you, if you can book an early one, uh, it's cooler mm-hmm. when, during these hot days and the animals are out more. There's no guarantees on what animals you'll see. Just like if you're on the Kilimanjaro safaris, there's no guarantees. Right. Um, but they do a great job. Um, it's it, it was great. We had some wonderful guides. Um, they, they bring you in and they harness you to begin with because you're going to go over some interesting areas. Um, they make sure that, you know, they go over some safety talks with you. They make sure you're equipped. They you put everything away because yeah. they don't want anything falling out on the Savannah out there. And they also don't want like some certain things. Like we came pretty close to the Crocs right. being able to grab you from anywhere right, out right. there. <laughs> yeah. They definitely don't want anybody to say, Hey, I lost this out there because it's just too bad. Right. <laughs> sad. Um, you know, so they really emphasize that you have to empty everything out of your pockets. Um, the only things that you're allowed to carry is you can carry a cell phone that they give you something to, uh, attach it to. Um, 
And if you have medications that you need, they they uh, allow you to take that. But every anything else, they really are like, right. no, don't take it. Hats, glasses, you can bring. Yeah, um, they, they give, give you, you something. Yeah, they give you a little thing, you know, like you know that you can put around your neck to kind of hold your glasses in place right. so they won't fall off your head or uh, whatever. So you can bring all those things, but everything else pretty much is going to a locker. They provide you a locker yep. when you're there. Uh, they get you all harnessed up because you are going to be going over some treacherous areas mm-hmm. so to speak i mean disney treacherous <laughs> right. you know but treacherous areas uh, and then they take you you know throughout this area you are you first start with the uh, gorilla falls before you get trail. into that yeah. one of the things i want to point out that you noticed which again safety is their main concern is so somebody is harnessing you up and they're checking to make sure everything is is hooked up correctly but then you said there's a tag that yeah. when they do a second check, right? There's a little carabiner on you that they, they make sure that everybody's gone through the second check. They take it off of you and they hang it somewhere that if you have that carabiner still on right. you, you haven't been checked for a second time yet. It's kind of right. a, you know, a, a make sure that this has been done thing. Right. And then anytime you're going to be using where you're going to hook up, they're, they, they check, check you again. You again. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we were checked at least what? four times. Oh, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. We were checked several times. Yeah. Um, and it was good. Uh, so yeah, you go down the kind of the gorilla falls area and then they take you off on a side trail Mm -hmm. there. Um, no, if you're going to do this, there is some physicality to it. I wouldn't say it's overwhelming physicality, but you are going over some hilly areas that are a little bit treacherous going over, you know, you're, you're in a kind of a muddy trail, um, that has a lot of like um, roots and everything that yeah. you have to keep. And an they eye do on. say rain or shine. Yeah, this so. is going to go on. The only time they they hold it up or stop it is if there's uh, thunder and lightning. Right, but it's not it's not like this trail where you're going to be exhausted at the end yeah. of it. It's hot. Um, you do get some special things that we won't give away here that yeah. do help you uh, along your right. path. Right, and uh, they do make sure you're hydrated. They they have right. water stops along the right. way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is, it, again, it's, it's a physical, but it's not like this ridiculously physical where you're absolutely exhausted at the end. Yeah, no, the, the most, I think the thing, like you're saying, going through the, some of those areas that could be muddy and everything, you could slip. Yeah. And you could trip over those right. roots. You could and trip stuff, over you know. the roots and stuff like that, but you're not going to, but like, you just yeah. pay attention and you're good. They, they have a, give you an earpiece and the, the, the guides are talking to you through and, mm-hmm. and so you can hear everything very well. So even if you're a little bit farther back from them and right. they're watching, both sides of you one leading one following to make sure everybody's safe and doing yeah. well and um you know you stop off and you see some various different animals they have some other guides along the path that will um explain what's going on mm-hmm. we saw all sorts of animals really up close we saw some hippos really up close yeah. um the crocs really up close um you know and then there are just various other animals that you know, were along the way um, you do, a, you go over a couple of rope bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where they want you. They, they're harnessing for some other key areas of it, but that's right. really where the harness is specifically for. Right. Um, because they obviously don't want to see you falling there, but you're perfectly safe the whole yeah. time. Uh, if you do have some height issues, I guess it could bother you, but as long as you feel safe, because I'm telling you, there's no way you're falling off of right. this thing. I mean, yeah. you could fall, but you're not going anywhere. You right. know, it's fully right. netted. It's very strong and make it look a little rickety, but it's, it's, it's all illusion. Right. Like I said, you could trip on some of these things, like even, you know, going over the suspension bridge. Um, I thought a couple times I might because, you know, just 
Some of them, ha- they have different spacing. You know, they, they make it kind of have that dramatic look, but you, you're you looking at it, and, you know, first of all, the, the suspension bridge is all wires yeah. and cords. It's completely you know, yeah. safe. But... Um, but you know, if you're if you're short or if you're you know a, a kid, I don't think you can be less than ten. Yeah, I mean, eight or ten, like, something like that. You um, have to be at least forty-eight inches tall. Yeah, and... because you have to. Some of the steps between some of the planks is is a little bit more distant. So right. if you're shorter, like I like I had to look and say, okay, I got to stretch yeah. a little bit to get there. <laughs> when and... I was crossing the bridge, I saw a couple of these steps that I had to stretch for a little yeah. bit to get to. And I'm like, Michelle really had a tough time getting across this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you, you got to almost like stop and plan it because um, there's only two people on the bridge at a time. They make they make you space, um, and it's like okay, I knew you were behind me, and just by normal walking, you're gonna make it move. And it's like okay, I got to plan for it. stretch and be able to hand you know plant my foot down. I wanted to start stuff. jumping on the bridge just to <laughs> get out a little bit, See, but I next didn't. Next time it. we do it, I'll go behind you and I'll. Um, yeah, they, they, they do give a lot, like they, they have a system for everything that they do where there is any concern at all about right. you. They check and double and triple check and make sure you're secured in and right. everything else. So um, know that going in, you're perfectly safe. Uh, but it is really, it's still, you have that adventure to it, even though you're perfectly safe throughout it. There yeah. is that little bit of exhilaration as right. you're going through some of these areas. And there's, there's enough guides there that... I, you know, and the way they, they even space themselves that I think if you were having trouble going across the bridge, they would be able to go out and walk with you across Mm it. It's not an obstacle bridge. So it's not like, um, you know, some of these tricks where you can do and you have to like, okay, uh, it gets super narrow in some places or whatever. It's just a regular doing rings at one part. Yeah. It's a regular suspension bridge, but you know, like I said, metal reinforced, et cetera, netting, and you have... Yeah. The, and you get some spectacular views right. of, you can see the, the safaris going around beneath mm-hmm. you. Um, you get to see some of the waterfalls and, right. uh, you know, the ponds and um, just the space out there. And it's really, right. really cool. Yeah. Um, so you do that and you do the whole trek and the guides are talking to you, explaining what's going on and explaining the animals you see along the way. Eventually you uh, make it to where you get into a truck and they take you out on the savanna itself mm-hmm. and you get to experience the animals maybe a little bit closer than you do with the safaris mm-hmm. and they can kind of direct you into specific areas as well. And uh, that's really cool. And then they take you to a little savanna stop mm-hmm. um, where you're just overlooking there and then they serve you a nice, what they call a snack, but it was right. closer to almost a lunch size yeah. snack. It was, yeah. it was a a lot of food, pog juice, which if you love pog juice, mm-hmm. uh, you get some here and, um, just a really pleasant day. Yeah. Um, you know, they, it's, it's served really cute, you know, canteen style and everything like that, but they, um, you know, are really trying to use, you know, whether it's influences of Africa through spices, et cetera, that the chefs, um, who have prepared this really make sure you have yeah. a, a more unique experience yeah very fresh vibrant little menu in there. there's lots mm-hmm. of little different things to try uh through it um that just kind of fits to the setting and you know knowing you're probably hot and you've been walking and sweating a little bit it's very cool it's a kind of a cooling menu right. um for you there and it's great we got to sit with uh, this lovely couple mm-hmm. um mike and jessica who they're on their honeymoon, honeymoon. yeah Yay. Uh, getting set to go on a Disney cruise, um, and uh, we just had a wonderful conversation with them. Yeah, and, um, just it was it was great. The whole thing um, they take pictures of you throughout it, and those are included in the price, right. so you don't have to uh, you know have a photo pass. Um, 
right. you know, as part of your ticket mm-hmm. or um, anything like that. They will just, they will give you a card at the end and you can go in and, and get all the pictures and including some extra pictures of animals and everything else. And um, it's great. Um, I, the one thing I was mentioned to you is that, you know, I could see where this is something you could do over again and it'd be a slightly different experience every time right. because you don't know what animals you run into, right. how close they'll be to you or whatever. We got lucky this time. We had like a rhino right next yeah, to us. Right. Um, the lions were active when yeah. we were there. The giraffes were right by us. We really got lucky on our animals this time. Not yeah. always the case, but we got lucky. Right, right. Exactly. You know, and some, I th- they, they talked about some other experience some other people had that was different too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure different times of day that you're going, you're probably, you know, going to see things a little differently depending on, you know, how the sun is shining on different things or whatever, and just how it looks. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's more than just going behind the scenes of the safari ride. You really get, you know, um, more unique views, explanation. Um, it's a small group. Um, Uh, I think we had 12. Yeah. I, I feel like 12 is their max. Although I don't know when I was looking at the things, the hooks, look like they could go to 14 mm. but anyways they they do keep it a small group um maybe that was our guides yeah maybe yeah. that's how that's it is. is yeah um that that it is it, it is popular that i think it usually does sell out. sell out um it's not cheap there is discounts if you're annual pass holders or dvc members things like that um you know so it really is uh, great that you know and they right away get to know your names and that's why we laugh about henry because that is your official first right. name even though we go by your middle yeah, name right. um so i think it's funny that you know like y- your name tag because we when you sign up even for disney annual pass you have to give your right your, your id name and stuff like that so i'd be calling you tom and they'd be calling you henry and then you could tell that they were like huh tom yeah, a little bit of confusion there <laughs> yeah they probably think we bought and sold your ticket or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you snuck some some guy with yeah, it not the regular guy who, you, who did you get on there um uh no it was, you have it, to show id yeah. when you get there. um our guides rachel julie and megan were mm-hmm. fantastic yes. um very personable um great with explaining everything as we went out they're very knowledgeable right. um really really enjoyed them they they helped make as you know the cast members always mm-hmm. do help make this experience that much better right. again it's yeah you're getting up and close and personal with the animals a little bit more than you do on the regular Kilimanjaro safaris but also there's this adventure aspect to it that's right. that, that's a lot of fun again not cheap Right. But, uh, you know, if you want to splurge on a, on a tour and you don't mind and you want to do something a little more adventurous, highly recommend this right, tour. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's it's slated to take about three hours and I think that's about, it's about what it what took. It took. Um, you know, in addition to your guides, like Tom mentioned, as you're going to different areas, you are seeing some of the caretakers for some of those animals that, you know, give you a little overview and then they're there to answer questions. So we met several other cast members along the way. Um, I think Michelle and Paula, I believe, were the two that we met. Yeah. I think we also had Sammy, our driver. Yeah. Sammy, our driver. Who was with the hippos? That was Michelle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't remember. I know. I was thinking, with one well, L. Well, yeah, that's right. One L. With one L, and well, because there was also another guest on the tour whose yeah. name was Michelle. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they right away got to know all our names, and it was nice that they were, um, you know, 
very much engaged with us. Uh, surprisingly, as much as they are, you know, hired to do the tour, that they know about the animals, they also did great job with photography. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had some great, it was, right. you know, considering that that's not their main yeah. position within the, you know, that they took some really great pictures. Yeah. We I was really actually more with. pleased with some of their pictures than some of the photographers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really happy with all those pictures. Yeah. There are a ton of great pictures mm-hmm. that we had. And we've, we, I put a few out there on social media right. yesterday, which is um, really nice because even though you can take your phone out and take pictures, it, you know, like they capture some things that would be hard, like yeah. when you're on the suspension bridge um, and just some, you know, things like where they took pictures of us together right. and stuff like that, that would be a it little was, less. Yeah. And convenient. it was also nice to be able to like, I, <laughs> I'm one of those people that falls into the trap of that. I need to photo and video a lot of things, you know? Right. And so, you know, I sometimes will, I'm not going to say miss experiences, right. but maybe mm-hmm. distract from experiences a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this is like, you know, I just decided on this one. It's like, you know, they want me to put the phone away, you know, and have it secured and everything. It's like right. this time, I know they're taking pictures of all the good stuff. Right. I'm not even going to really bother. I don't even know if I took more than one or two pictures yeah, of the, the entire time right. from my phone because I knew they were going to do that and um, really happy with the results. That yeah. They came through great yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I think the only pictures we really took was when we stopped at the area where we uh, had the food and things like that. that I think we took a selfie early on before we actually started. And then maybe I took something, you know, when we were in the truck, I think I took a couple pictures because we were, you know, we we didn't have to have the phone as as secured when we were in the truck or whatever. But Although I was sitting next to them and I saw them taking pictures like crazy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's why I didn't worry about, they're going to get better pictures than I am from my phone. So, um, yeah. They had a real camera too. Exactly. So uh, it was great. Again, highly recommend it. If you have any more questions about it, you know, hit us up. Um, we'd be happy to answer any of them. Fine. So uh, wrap that up. You, you know, we didn't have a lot more that we wanted to do there at Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. Park that day. It was starting to get hot, but we did want to go check out because we hadn't seen it in a long time and they had revamped it and just it hadn't been that long since it had been open again. So we went and did the Finding Nemo, the Big Blue and Beyond show, right. you know, the Finding Nemo musical, right. essentially. Um Got in there, and um, what did you think about that show, Michelle? I I really liked it. I liked the original one, too. Um, but again, I, I've said this multiple times on our podcast, the uh, puppetry that they utilize for their shows is always so impressive, so amazing. Um, it's not distracting at all. It, it really is enhanced storytelling uh, yeah. with their use of puppetry. Um, but you kind of get the blend of the cast member that's actually manipulating the puppets and things like that, and their voice is coming through. But it really, it's it's a it's a symbiotic complement mm-hmm. of how they storytell. Yeah. So they've changed it. Basically, they've kind of truncated the show from what it was before. I think it used to be more around 40, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now it's about 25 minutes, I think. Uh, they kind of are telling it from a point of view of the uh, the fish that were in the dentist's office right. that escaped in the bags and they're kind of retelling the story. Right. Um, you still get all the songs you love and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're still are telling the story of right. Finding Nemo. They're just doing it in a little different way and allowing it not to take so much of your time in the park to be in the show. Right. So, I mean, it's not as as full as the original show was, right. but it still is a great show just as it is, in yeah. my opinion. Anyway. Right. And really talented cast members. I mean, the the quality of their voices um, definitely yeah. match anything we've seen on Broadway. Yeah. Um, the stage is set up really well with mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, uh, video 
um, work and right. like, to make it feel like you're under the sea. And then like Mr. Dell mentioned, the puppetry is spectacular, yeah. uh, really enjoyable. Uh, again, if you're looking for another thing to do and especially get out of the heat, right. uh, it, it really, I recommend you popping into this show and checking it out. Again, it's only 25 minutes out yeah. of your day. Very colorful, yeah. I, you know, definitely. Kids will love it. Kids, yeah. Go enjoy it uh, for sure. So, so we just kind of, after that, we just walked around the park a little bit more and decided, you know what, we're good. Um, let's go ahead and back. We want to get some stuff done back at the house that I haven't been able to help with. So, <laughs> well, we decided to call it a day, and yeah. that was our trip to Walt Disney World. great getting back having a few days there you know since we since i had come out here with you we have not had um you know that time where we were able to spell multiple days right. out at the parks it's still a short trip but it was good to get out there and have that experience i mean if we did four parks essentially right. not much in four parks but we did four parks in three days right and two hotels and yeah yeah i mean it was like you said it was a great way to get back to revisit the parks um to celebrate you're getting a new job you know, and trying some, you know, either new things or, you know, unique to us or revamped things. Right. So it was all in all really fun. Yeah. Uh, great time. And if you have any questions about any of the things we talked about, I know we kind of went over things, some at length, some a little more briefly, yeah, but you were really talking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I actually have energy this, this episode where I haven't had it for the last uh, three months. Uh, if you have any questions about it, please hit us up uh, through the social media accounts, through our Gmail. We'd be happy to answer any of them. Now we talked a long time about this stuff. So let's go ahead and quickly get to our Disney stories of the week. I only have a couple for you this week, but I'm going to start with it's it's now easier to share your love for the amazing cast members at the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. This from the Disney Parks blog. They said cast members have received countless recognitions over the years through guest letters, emails, and thousands of posts we see on social media using hashtag cast compliment. And now the popular mobile cast compliment feature is available in the Disneyland nice. app. Yes. The app now offers a convenient digital way for Disneyland resort guests to show their gratitude to the cast members that are the heart of the resort now to access the mobile cast compliment feature just search cast compliment in the disneyland app guests will then be able to choose a positive sentiment from a drop down menu from there you can, they can either um, enter the cast members first name and hometown which they can find of course on all their badges mm-hmm. and the date of their interaction uh, the recognized cast member will be alerted along with their leader and they can so they can receive a recognition if you didn't catch their name, that's okay. You can still share a compliment about the location or area of where your magic happened. Now, uh, what I would suggest is going ahead and going on the app. I think that's the easiest way mm-hmm. in the way they're going to know about it for sure. But also go on your social media channels right. and do it that, that way too. And you know, yeah. spread the love that way as right. well. But that's so great. I know they've already been doing it at Walt Disney World. I'm glad they're doing it at Disneyland now as yeah. well to make it yeah. easier to you know share the love yeah. for these Good wonderful mm-hmm. cast members. Right. So the, the story, by the way, said that Walt Disney World launched the mobile cast compliments during the world's most magical celebration in October of 2021 and has already garnered over 360,000 wow. uh, recognitions. Very that's a great cool. number. Yes. There should be even more. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. So get on there and recognize those uh, those cast members that yeah. make our trips also memorable. Like special, yeah. For sure. For sure. So uh, my other story for the week is if you're thinking about a cruise adventure through a galaxy far, far away in the coming year, well, we have some news you'll want to hear. 
Again, back to the Disney Parks blog, they say, if you've been waiting to cruise the galaxy, now's your chance. Most 2023 voyages are now available to view on StarWarsGalacticStarCruiser.com. Yes, the schedule for the 2023 is up, and you're going to be able to start booking them this week. Now, for all of you many, we know we have many, many (laughs) Club 33 and Golden Oak members (laughs) that listen to the show. You already know. You can already start booking, so this is old news for you. Uh, But for everybody else, uh, Disney Vacation Club members, you can start booking on uh, Tuesday, August 30th. Uh, followed by uh, Walt Disney World annual pass holders who can start booking on Wednesday, August 31st of this year. And then uh, everybody else, if you're looking to book, uh, you can start booking beginning on September 1st. So if you're thinking about doing this, you've been saving up. It's your dream thing because it's a lot of money, but it looks amazing. Um, Your chance to book them are coming up. And, you know, a lot of those sailings, a lot of these cruises did sell out. Last year, I wouldn't right. surprise me if they do again. Because people who have gone on it have said great things yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. About the trip. So cool. definitely take advantage of that. I don't know if we're going to do it in the next year. We are making plans to do it very soon, but we are going to be taking a look at it just the same right. when we're coming up here to decide if this is the year or if it's going to be the next year. But we will be doing it. And when we do it, we will, of course, tell you all about it. Yes, exactly. Yes. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, all things <laughs> good. You know, she does the best research. She has the best lists. Apparently, she does catches the best bounties. <laughs> That was just like a draw, just teasing you. (laughs) But she also definitely has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Thank you, sweetie. So my tip is, you know, if you're, you've probably heard with the annual passes um, are not being sold right now for Walt Disney World. Uh, You can renew the current same level of pass. You cannot do an upgrade right now. But let's say you had a little one that you didn't even need a ticket for who is now turning three. And you're like, oh my God, what, what can we do? I guess we could buy day tickets or whatever. But actually, that's one of the exceptions that Disney does allow for a new pass holder. So if you have a current Disney World pass, annual pass, and it's still within your year, and you have a little one who's turning three, you can get that child the same type of pass that you have, um, even though they're not selling to new people. That's good to know. Yeah, that's in, that's important. Yeah. A lot of kids that you know, weren't of age to get that annual pass. Right, right. Suddenly, I mean, they, they grow up very fast. That's right. Um, that's a good That's good. Yeah, news, yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, then you don't have to buy just, you know, day passes or multi-day passes or things like that. You can... You can also get them. Um, you will. You can't do it online. You do have to call the annual pass holder line, but they will help you with that. Very cool. Or I'm sure if you go to like um, the the guest services, services. and things like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. There you go, Michelle's tip. Always the best <laughs> tip. Uh, my tip this week. I already alluded to it earlier. Michelle also alluded to it earlier. Um, we, when we went and sat by the pool when we were at Bay Lake Towers, we found out a little bit the hard way that even though you're in the shade under those umbrellas and it feels like you're in the shade all day long, maybe you might want to still get that sunscreen on yes. you a little bit. <laughs> Especially Michelle, who has a far lighter skin than I have. <laughs> uh, we look. We were under this umbrella all day. I don't think we got out. I mean, Michelle got in the sun a little bit. Oh, for just um, a few seconds. I only had yeah. my shirt off. 
I don't know, hardly at all in the sun. Uh, it was barely at all. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, did I did sit with my shirt off on the lounge chair mm-hmm. in the shade and everything. And yet we still later that night found that we had a little bit of a right. sunburn, not crazy, ridiculous, blistering burn. But a bit of a burn on yeah, our skin. Yeah, I looked a little lobstery. A little bit. You good thing yeah. we had some aloe with us for you. Um, after that, so um, our tip for you would be, especially with the little ones, is that even if you think you're in the shade at Disney, you may want to still put that sunscreen yeah. on you just to be sure because maybe those umbrellas don't protect all the UV rays right, or whatever. Exactly. Like you're thinking it's maybe cooler. It may seem nicer. But why not be on the safe side? Go ahead and get that sunscreen on you anyway. Good point. That's it for this week. Next week, well, it's going to be Labor Day weekend. So we thought, hey, you know, Disney work. Why not focus on some of the hardest working Disney characters? Yeah. So Michelle <laughs> has this idea. I don't know what it alludes to completely, but I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun either 12% way. 12% of an idea. <laughs> that's barely a concept. <laughs> either way, it's going to be great. Look, we're all standing up. <laughs> Bunch of, anyway. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter and thank those of you who have. Yes, thank you very much. And if you haven't already, go ahead and do so. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. And we don't send your or share your email address with anybody. Nope. It's nope. only for the newsletter. And that's only once, usually a week that we send that yeah. out as well. So um, we're not spamming you with that no. stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, another great way to be involved with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, and feel free to share some of the, the fun things happening with you or coming up and celebrate with those of us that are putting things out there. Yes, uh, for sure. Just come on in and have a good time. That's all it's about there. Also, we're on YouTube. Just uh, do a quick search there for Hyperion Adventures Podcast and hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out this podcast, we'd love for you to either tell a friend, that's the easiest and best way to get more listeners, but also uh, giving us a review, a five-star review, uh, or becoming a Patreon are all wonderful ways. There's so many ways that help with the show. Just any input at all is a great way, whether it be through social media, whether it be through the Gmail account, anything. Uh, We appreciate any input we get to know because sometimes it can be like we're shouting out into a void when we're doing these (laughs) shows. Uh, When we get something back, yeah. (laughs) When we get something back, it helps us know that, you know, there's other people out there and enjoying this. And it's not just us having a great time rambling on for an hour and a half about our trip to Disney World. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. Or Henry. (laughs) And I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a Henryific (laughs) magical week.